know about here, this is the next single. Feature of man Tyler Kwali. Called Move Swing. We're gonna do it like this, y'all. You can't run to every new thing under the sun. You be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Move swinging. Soon come, you will understand the motivation of a man getting the underhand. A local yokel on a mission to get global. Uh, letting my vocals amass to some total and keep the point focal. You hear me, but you don't listen. You think it's easy being put in this position? I freak speech, but still don't want to preach. Just peak thought and stimulate movement out of the seats. Grab your gap, hit the streets. That's the rally cry to war horn. The occupants, some cats are spiritually war torn. Environment, so I'm leading a community movement. And I don't need money for me to make a community improvement tell me what you stand for will you settle for less or do you have the strength to demand more only time will tell what this new world brings revolutions in order check the moon swing 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 no like sweet chariot what i say make my voice deep as berries get carry it like a torch Give birth to rhymes to meet beast then I marry you more. Have a divorce if the track is whack. Please. My rhymes are rolling stone. Home is where the high hat is at. It's on its own. Maybe one day it'll settle down. It ain't no good. It's all better now. Come on, let it down. Swing. Changing the way we do things is a good thing. Listen to the old hood singers. They go. Talking gentle, hit the hotel, the presidential Sweet, kisses on the temple, make it feel special Light a candle, send goddess in the sentimental Move, it's right with the light, just so I can see Begin to set the pace for what we gon' get into My fingers is lyrics, and back is the instrumental Ancient secrets, Indian, Oriental Blacking out, doing shit I can't rap about Passing out, waking up, not awake Awake enough to take it up and not stop Lovers and friends never know if we can love again I said we gotta leave, she asked if she could come again I had to meet Asher Rue at the studio I'm running late, you know I hate to make a nigga wait But damn baby, you look good in the summertime Give me some of yours, I'ma give you some of mine Yo Kwali, I remember being in the same dilemma Hip-hop was number one, my girl was number one contender The great pretender with a whole different agenda until I make it big, life is one long game. Swing like Ella or Coltrane. It's classic like Soul Train. The timeless, just like this rhyme is. So all of y'all, bandwagon the campaign. Grab a hold of that move swing and do the damn thing. Move swing, changing the way we do things. It's a good thing. Listen to the whole world sing as they go. Yeah, as they go. Uh, you can't run to every new thing under the sun. You be a jack of all trades and a master of none. A front of which shit you ain't figured out yet A resource, I pivot your efforts on the right course It's teacher, doing whatever it takes to reach ya All of it's in me, no really it's in me A good brother, loving son, a great lover I'm a truth seeker, on a quest, not a believer I'm an MC, for all of the world to see And you got my word on it, I put the herd on it That we rap shit, it's the least to be expected Fuck that prep shit, jump on stage like we connected From the same mind, saying the same things at the same time 
time. Backstage rapping like getting ready for game time. We a family and ain't nothing going to change that for better or worse. Like somebody prearranged that the way it is, the way it always will be. So I can be still and still be. Soon we will witness a shift in consciousness. And black music is one of our greatest accomplishments. I need to live on this monument so that our kids can hold up their heads with confidence. That's when a nation will rise and realize that. This is just my comprehension, it's just too complex. One minute from the next, go from happy to best. See, change is good sometimes. Moon swing. It's time for the essence of rhyme. Time to moon swing. Take it on back. Moon swing. like an artist chapter 8 yo this is lit chapter 8 with MMD here at the Georgetown dog park finally got the 3d microphone set up I guess we'll walk around a bit while I talk about oh crap I don't have the order right gotta put this bag away first Oh man, never walked with everything. I usually put things down in the golf course. I carry two bags. One was just gear. Things to charge that gear. Bug spray. All that stuff. And then my other little bag with all my other stuff. Hold on. Where is it? Sorry. It wasn't sitting right and it wasn't letting me move. try and walk around here and deliver my notes for chapter 8 of Steal Like an Artist 
which is be nice, the world is a small town. The world is a small town is in parentheses. So we're nearing the end of this book, chapter 10, the last one. There, and I think that's like some sort of conclusion. But the subchapter, the first subchapter of chapter 8, is make friends, ignore enemies. There is some construction, I don't know. That's kind of factor in. Try and walk along this river. Hey, where are you going? Who said you could just cross the river like that? Hmm? Hey, pick up your stuff, let's go. So as I was saying, it's make friends, ignore enemies. First subchapter of chapter eight. So the first part I have highlighted in this chapter is, if you talk about someone on the internet, there you'll find out. Everybody has a Google alert on their name. The best way to vanquish your enemies on the internet, ignore them. Um, I don't have a Google alert on my name. Should I? Uh, yeah. Apparently, everyone is constantly looking for ish about them. Being said about them. But what I have written down is the golden rule of treat others as you would want it to be treated applies even more greatly on the internet. Most social media allows us the ability to see comments without context going back days, months, even years. So the logical solution to avoiding conflict online and warranted negative criticism is to stay out of Twitter battles. I'm gonna have to come out and say, right, Right now, this is not advice that I've put into practice yet. Um, I myself have participated in my fair share of Twitter battles. Where am I now? Hey. This looks like road access. Let's be careful. Oh, this is where you would play disc golf too? How big is this disc golf course? Okay. It's really hot and I'm wearing my full jacket as well to prevent myself from getting mosquito bites. So like I was saying, not always the case. It's very hard. Hey! not give me that lose that in the water please okay now we're in the park section not bad not bad okay so we basically just did a loop okay good Good, 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 good. So, I was talking about the golden rule and stuff. Hold on. 
So what is the last part of my note? However, that may not be possible in the exact situation you may be in. But remember, anything you say will get back to them. Try not and give too hot a take for you might find yourself looking for a new community. I guess I've had like a few days to think about these notes since I wrote them. And I guess, yeah, think about it before you say it, because you might make irreparable damage to your relationships within your community. And apparently everyone has Google alerts on their name, except for me. How do I make a Google alert on my name? I should, uh, should definitely look that up. Apparently people are talking so much that they need automated alerts. Hot dog. All right, next sub title of the chapter. Stand next to the talent. Sorry, stand next to the talent. Quest love is the the quote for this section and it says the only mofos in my circle are people that I can learn from <sighs> so this section what I have highlighted is the old saying of garbage in garbage out you're only going to be as good as the people you surround yourself with. In the digital space, that means following the best people online. The people who are way smarter and better than you. The people who are doing the really interesting work. What do I have written down for this quote? It's uh, pretty much the whole section. I wonder why they don't allow you anywhere. Rolling around, huh? Uh, so what I have written down is, I can't believe I haven't said this before on the podcast as a creative mantra, but this is definitely the case. We're only as good as the community we surround ourselves with or follow. I have that in brackets. What are the values and the creative ambitions of those around you, and do they reflect your vision too? That's an important question to ask yourself, especially if you are in a community of people who don't support your vision or are actively working against it. Um, I guess it goes back to the previous chapter where you, you make your creative space and you fill it with uh, things that spur your creativity because if you are part of a toxic community, you are going to have to start from scratch and rebuild and um, burn some bridges, I guess. Because if you're going to be surrounded by people who aren't reflecting your values, you're not going to be able to create at your fullest, I think. I'm holding a leash too. Uh, 
Yeah, and he talked about this before. He said that your community should always include people who are smarter, better, and doing more interesting work. Stuff you can learn from and adopt and synthesize, uh, synthesize in your work. Because if you can't learn from people, then you're not going to grow yourself. Big old tape. Alright, I'm gonna drop all my stuff here for now. Well, I give the next section. Okay, so things you will need. It's a big picture of a checklist of things that you'll need. So, you got curiosity, you got kindness, and you got stamina. And willingness to look stupid. Then there's a big quote from Harold Ramis. And uh, Tilly just gave her ball a baptism in the lake or creek. That's one way of washing it. Thank you. Appreciate your, your hygienic desires. Anyways. So there's a quote from Harold Ramis. It says, find the most talented pe person in the room. If that's not you, go to the person and stand next to them. Hang out with them. Try to be helpful. Ramis is lucky. The most talented person in the room for him was his friend, Bill Murray. Uh, the one thing I don't like about iBooks is if you highlight a section and you write a note for like a whole chunk, you have to go back to that page where it starts. And this book likes to fill its pages with big old pictures that are of nothing. Uh, Consequent, just filling up content or filling up pages. Anyways. <clears throat> Back to the Harold Ramis quote. Um, Harold Ramis's rule for success can be applied to pretty much anything you do if you have the aforementioned community in place. Find the most talented person in your group and try and get next to, which of course, in the grand scheme of things, depending on how your community is structured, might just mean having to connect with or get in into the creative process of people you find talented and try and help them or perhaps collaborate with them. If you think about it, that's what I did with Up in the Spring with the Garbage Cast Conversations. Um, found somebody who creatively pretty much kind of clicked with my flow and we've collaborated so that we can exchange information on how to create podcasts. He's definitely made my podcast better. From all sorts of standpoints. Um, having... The Up in the Spring podcast 
Pelt's clips and reference pulls kind of gave me a template for what kind of language I wanted to use in terms of of references and the audio that I wanted to play on the garbage cast. Whether I knew it or not, just by listening, just by listening to other podcasts or other things or consuming media on a whole, we model our our, our creative efforts. And once you understand their process and their way of doing things, they'll grow as a creator. That's just an obvious point. Blah, blah, blah. That point. So just get... Find a community. Make sure it has people who are better than you. Learn, learn, learn. Um... The next sub-chapter is quick pick, quit picking fights and go make something. I posted that quote on Twitter from Austin Cleon's wife a couple days ago because I was reading this chapter when I was making this notes and I wanted to make sure I I documented that and have that highlighted because that's kind of important. It's really really important advice. Twitter fights are not productive. They don't really help you do anything. They don't help you create. Unless you're trying to create Twitter fights as some sort of artistic expression. So, one time he was up late on his laptop and his wife yelled at him, quit picking fights on Twitter and go make something. This is the most real advice in the whole damn book. Man uses rage as the creative fuel and sometimes to get up in the morning. That is weird. He talked about this for quite a bit, about how he uses like Twitter and hate and haterade to fuel himself to get up in the morning to um, when he's not feeling motivated to create or do thing to I guess Hulk rage out of bed. I don't know if that's your thing, I guess go and do it, but I don't know if that's super healthy. But the key part is instead of using it to go on Twitter and just talk shit about other people, or maybe this person who's talking shit about you, um, try and channel into work, art, something other than complaining if you want to feel like you've accomplished something with your time. Um, like he's doing, he's getting incensed to wake up in the morning, but he's not staying on Twitter. He's using it to go make his blackout poetry and his analog desk stuff and transforming it to his digital desk. Oh man, man's got some space. 
So he says, so go on, get angry, but keep your mouth shut and do your work. And then my notes on that is nothing. I just have it highlighted. Uh, there's a Andre Torres quote. Complain, complain about the other, complain about the way other people make software by making software. That's a good, that's a good perspective. Complain about a thing by making that thing. Don't just complain about it. Realize that criticism by actualizing that in, like thing instead of just complaining about it. It's just stupid. Anyone can complain. If you want it to mean something, go and do that thing. And make it better than the other thing. Okay, so there is a photo of a car with rage. Uh, write fan letters. This is the other half. So this subchapter is about writing fan letters and how the whole process is kind of um, onerous on the hero to write back. And it's all based on whether or not they um, reply or respond back to you. And if that's the case, it's kind of uh, toxic in that it hinges on getting that response. As his friend Hugh McCloy says, the best way to get approval is to not need it. I don't know what this guy does. I don't know this guy. But apparently he's a friend. The author. And he's just dropping his pearls. Listen. Alright? So don't. Don't need approval. I don't know. How you've. Gone through life. So far. But just don't need approval. And if that's so. I guess if it was so easy. I think everyone would be doing it. So, I don't know. So, he's talking about writing this open fan letter as the way to fan letters 2.0, the more effective way of writing a blog post to your hero, your creative heroes, and Instead of requiring a response, just linking to that person's, I don't know, social media presence? Wasn't super explicit. Maybe your hero will see your work. Maybe he or she won't. Maybe they'll respond to you. Maybe they won't. The important thing is that you show your appreciation without expecting anything in return and that you won't get new work out of appreciation. Alright, so my notes on this part of fan letters is as the author states right before the problem with uh, right before this, the problem with fan letters is that they're built on the obligation to respond back. I've already talked about that. We're waiting for their blessing or affirmation. That's a direct quote. We truly like their work. We shouldn't need their approval. 
think it's a very liberating and perhaps necessary approach to reaching out to your heroes. The author suggests the way to do this is through an open letter, i.e., in modern terms, a blog post and a link to their site, answer a question they've asked, make something and dedicate it to them, solve a problem for them, or improve or do your take on a piece they've made. I think that's interesting if you go out and try to actually innovate on their stuff. But if you go and go, I made this thing that's exactly like your thing, but my own version, I don't know if that's super cool. Maybe that's me. I, I don't know. I'm not super up with the YouTube generation. Maybe that's super cool. Everyone's looking to be ripped off by high school kids. Where are you going? Huh? Where are you going with your ball? Kind of nice if you didn't lose it in the river. Creep. There is a sign photo that takes up another whole page. This is Permit and Me. And the next subchapter, validation is for parking. It says modern modern art equals I could do that, plus, yeah, but you didn't. From Craig Dammerer, D-A-M-R-A-U-E-R. Dammerer, Dammerer? Like that previous fan letter section was saying, directly from the book, there's this quote, chapter 122, or sorry, in page 122, you can't go looking for validation from external sources. Once you put your work into the world, you have no control over the way people react to it. Okay, so now I remember what this section is about. So this is the next piece of real-ass advice that the author has imparted for once. Good art is often effortless. When it's really good, people will often think, why didn't I make this? Or I could have done that. This second piece of real advice is about making anything, really. You really do have no control over how people react to what you do, no matter what your intent or opinion is. Just look at what happened with Roseanne. No matter what you say, if it's a joke or not, once it's out there and you've said it, you've said it. It's up to people to interpret the intent. Uh, the author lays down the third truth in that not everyone will understand what you make and that they, may, they might even call you names. That's just a given. You can't interpret art for people and a certain amount of people will definitely hate what you do. No matter what you do. Once you put it out in the world. Once you make it public. So, consider that. 
Sit down. No. Sit down. Stay there. Not only will not everyone interpret your art the way you do, or what your opinion, or what your opinion is, or what their intent, they will definitely a certain percentage of people will definitely hate on you. I think it's now more likely that you're going to receive the negative attention or the negative criticism more quickly than ever before. Uh, internet comments are like instantaneous. So yeah, you're gonna get a lot of heat for no matter what you do, people are gonna hate it. They're gonna think you suck. We're gonna, they say you should go kill yourself because that's just apparently how the way the internet works. Uh, he says, get used to being, me being misunderstood, called names, or simply ignored. A lesson I'm still coming to grips with. The key is to be too busy doing work or art to care. I think that's practical. No matter what you say about the author and their creative uh, maxim, a mantra, or vision, or principles, this if you can implement this, it's really powerful. Um, just get used to not caring about how people interpret the thing. I mean, if an overwhelming population of people think one thing about your art like uh, you're a racist, then probably maybe you might want to recalibrate instead of just apologizing in the Roseanne example um, not everything is an issue with free speech don't have at least in this country the right to say anything you want without consequence there is consequences always I think people are forgetting that me included probably Uh, the key is just to, to not participate. Use it to get out of bed in the morning and then go make art and be too busy to care. Just keep making that art. Don't listen to anybody. Just keep making that art and then you'll be Kanye West, basically. <laughs> I think that's what happens. You just you keep thinking, oh man, I'm this great artist. You keep making stuff. You ignore everything, and you just pass it off as just haters, and you become Kanye West. Um, I guess you better be as talented as him, too. Otherwise, you will be in for quite a shock when people are not loving your everything you do. Uh, so validation is for parking. It's not from getting it from people do what you do 
for you. Make the things that you would want to see, hear, read, and then iterate, iterate, iterate. Remix, synthesize, adopt, adapt, overcome, synergize. <laughs> okay, nothing. Oh, this is the last section or subchapter of this chapter of chapter eight, Steel Icon Artist. So we're getting to the end. Keep a praise file. A lot of people keep a, a rejection file of things, of people telling them no, no to college, no to university of choice, no to uh, a credit card, no, 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 no to a credit card, yeah, maybe people keep that. I'll just say that, that's a thing. Um, maybe they're too lazy to shred it and thus they've kept it. But yeah, let's just say that you're not getting a credit limit increase for a credit card. Because that's the only kind of rejection. I guess if you submitted to a book, something, some sort of book, publishing, you were gonna like, like submit a story or you were trying to get on a get on a podcast, I guess. Maybe. And they're like, nah. I'm like be all upset. And I don't know why they would send you some sort of formal piece of paper telling you you were not gonna be on this thing, but I don't know. People keep a rejection. Like keep their hold of, of people and things telling them no. So keep a, a praise file instead of people telling you yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Keep positive feedback. Um, I guess print off those iTunes reviews and those good tweets about the thing and keep it for those dark days when you are gonna be online and people are just talking straight shit about you and they're hating you and they're like you're garbage everything you made is garbage um, you should make anything go kill yourself so I've written as my notes for this section. Keep a file of compliments, well wishes, good feedback for when you feel low in a praise file. Come on, get out of there. The author says we should keep, or the author says we often keep a rejection folder of all the no's we get, but we don't often keep a collection of all the yeses we get, and that it can be discouraging to not have motivation at your fingertips. It's human nature to get hung up on our and other people's mistakes without acknowledging the good work that we or they do. So it's up to us to do it ourselves and for the people we care about and remind people of all the good things that they're doing. And for you to keep a price file for when things get bad and you're just being 
low. You don't want to make anything. You want to walk away from it and you pull out your postcard from up in the spray and say, you make cool podcasts and you feel good and you make more podcasts. So I've been doing this forever. Even before I read this book. So there's that. Um, so this is kind of self-evident. I have in my orange idea book that I can't find. I need to put that back in my bag. I mean, I keep most of my notes digitally anyways. Bring it here. Go. Here. And ultimately, the motivation can push you... Uh, sorry, I did not give any context. This is the other part of my notes. And ultimately, the motivation to push through can and most likely will run out at some point in your whatever it is you're doing or want to do creatively. And it could be as simple as keeping a voicemail that says they want you back for an interview or you got the job. Or, like I said, my postcard I got from Tennessee that I keep for when I feel low and I don't want to make podcasts. I have that motivation on hand. It's cool. I mean, that's why it's important to go to like events like MMPR and hear people who actually like what it is that you're doing and talk and exchange ideas and build community and be a part of that community when you get the chance because you're going to get a lot of people telling you the rest of the time, no, you suck and all that crap. So when the opportunity is presented and you can, I'm not talking about when you can't. There's lots of ways you can't and when you can, you can't. Nothing you can do about that. I mean, you can lament it, but if you really want to channel that into something, go make stuff instead of lamenting about the fact that you can't just like it says in the book. Anyways. So that's that. Oh. There we go. Here's the last bit. And this is very important. Use it sparingly. I don't know why I clicked teeth. Or clicked my teeth when I just started. Use it sparingly. Don't get lost in past glory. But keep it around when you need a lift. And blank pages, pictures, and then the next chapter. So that's chapter eight of Steel Arts. I don't know how I'm gonna edit this. I get very distracted through this whole thing. I I read it and then I made my notes as I read it like weeks ago. I've been preparing other things instead of doing this. I said last time that we did this that I wanted to deliver at least one more before MMPR. And MMPR is in two weeks. So I was like, with the timing of... Usually I try and get like a mix of garbage cast conversations and a yo, this is lit 
so that there's variety. Tilt! Come! But, with that being said, two, three weeks, come here. Hey! Sit down. Stay there. Go, go. With that being said, I don't have time with the, if you think about it, the four weeks, a month, one of them is going to be a conversations, one of them is going to be a mix. You know, sometimes I put more than one thing out a week, but usually it's more mixes than it is uh, the other two. So it's all just a numbers game, right? So I, I looked at it and was like, well, I'm going to probably only get one done. Probably not two. So here it is. Chapter eight of Still Like an Artist. Yeah, this is eight. Lit. Episode eight with the MMD at the Georgetown Garbage uh, at the Georgetown Dog Park. Another one's in the books. Read it.
Is it revenge? 